This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> um, Went to Amsterdam. What for? Boston. I, I guess the ball dudes? I to go. I mean, he's going with his boyfriend. So he went to ball dudes? Yeah, I guess they're going to, you know. They're going to ball dudes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and his boyfriend's family. Oh. So I guess his boyfriend's, it's his, the, the whole family's going. So I think his boyfriend's uh, parents are the financiers of said oh, trip. Well, so. never say no to that. Yeah. Never say no to trips that other people finance. Yeah. yeah. That's That's my one rule in life. Unless they're um, trips to prison, in which case, yeah, no. say no. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. <coughs> Excuse me. A little shorthanded at work right now, but uh, no, work is going pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty cool. Yeah. Like, Sunday <laughs> Sunday night was frustrating, so uh, sketch of the story of Sunday night. Every night's night, frustrating. Right? Uh, decent day, not great. Um, Sunday night comes along, 7 o'clock. We're like, all right, nothing's going to happen because it's been slow. So, I'm just about to start shutting down, you know. And bam. Get hammered. Half of Main Street decides they want to come in. (laughs) As they do. Yeah. It's like 9 o'clock at night. The last order. I kid you not. The last order comes back. And it's, you know, chicken and salmon. It's going to take us 10 minutes, maybe, maybe, to get this order out. Right. So, I'm like, oh, sweet. Last order. Send it out. All right. Shut it down, boys. Let's get let's let's clean up and go home. Uh, waitress comes back in the kitchen. She's like, "Um, I'm missing my chicken on that last check that you sent out." I'm like, no, 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 you're not. No, you're not. Uh, I sent a chicken. It was chicken and salmon, right? She's like, "No, I rang in a lamb and a salmon, but I, for- yeah, you guys forgot the chicken." I'm like, "How can we forget the chicken? It's right here on the check. See, chicken and salmon." She's like, "Oh, I meant lamb. Oh, I forgot to I." So so not only did she forget, she forgot to ring in the lamb, right? Which she thought, when she was ringing in the chicken, that was the lamb, right? <laughs> totally confused waitress. Right. So we had to make a lamb on the fly, which is one of the longest cooks we have in the kitchen. Right. It's going to be like a 15-minute cook time. So she forgets the lamb. She thinks that the lamb is the chicken. <laughs> and then I have to spend another 15 minutes cooking instead of cleaning up and going home after it's been 60 hours at work all week. Right. <laughs> I didn't make her cry. I did, she did not cry. Did you really not? No. Good for, I, you, good for you. I, I didn't make her cry. I'm proud of you. That's good. I did yell at her. Well. But she didn't cry. As is necessary. I told her that, uh, well, I actually didn't speak anymore to her that night because I was too hot. I was, I was too angry. Yeah. So I went up to the front house manager and I'm look. You, you can sort see, the shit out? You can see how that situation was incredibly frustrating for me. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... You know, just, you know, I'm not perfect, and I snap on people sometimes. It's true. Incredibly frustrating. Anyway. <coughs> then at the end of the night, I was like to my guys, I'm like, I'm sorry about, you know, frustrating night. Sorry we were here later than, than we should have been, you know, because they were all frustrated too. I'm like, uh, but I thank you for not, uh, and none of us lost our tempers or were like, you know, mean or yelling or anything about that. Like that, but you know, right? I said, uh, 
openly screaming. I, I, I appreciate your hard work. Sorry that it didn't, <clears throat> today didn't go quite as planned, but, uh, you know, we did have a, a, a very satisfied guest. So that was all worth it. Right. And uh, one of the other waitresses, she was like, she, she's sitting there at a time. Because um, this time I'm doing out paperwork, so guys are clocking out, you know, and she's like, you know, you're a really good person. <laughs> Look at that. I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm yeah. not. You don't know me. You don't know me at all. <laughs> Caitlin. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Works good. Good. I thought for a second there was a dartboard. I saw it out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, oh, I "No, that's have a the, that's the Missouri flag that's been hanging. Missouri flag. Yeah. It's been there for like four months, five months. Yeah. Well, for some reason, I thought there was a dartboard on top of it because that circular emblem. Oh no, no, but same uh, same flag has been hanging there. So, uh, so which track? What Christian music track do you want to start it off with? You think we should do that again? <laughs> no, God, no. Which, uh, interesting comments, though. Did yeah. you receive any? Anybody say anything? Uh, not that I specifically remember. Colin saying, uh, thank you, by Ray Bolts, all the way to Colorado and really? all the way back. Yeah. And uh, uh, let's see. Esther said that um, Carmen was her first concert in the fourth grade. Um, really? How, yeah. how old is How old is Esther? Uh, my age? Younger, I think. Hmm. I don't know. 25-ish? I, I'm probably butchering. I'm, she's probably like... Be listening and be furious. I, I really don't know. I really don't know. I don't know if she's married and has a kid. You can't expect her uh, to be like 21 forever. In the Christian forever. community, she, that, she could be like eh, she's 14. Older than that that she's doesn't older mean than anything. <laughs> I've seen her in person. Yeah. She can't filter. Oh, oh, wow. She can't filter out those crow's feet. <laughs> How you doing, Esther? <laughs> Glad you're listening. We just got rid of our last female listener. No, um, she's still going to listen. She knows I'm, I'm messing. It's listen, true. But... But that could have been the same concert I went to because I went to a Carmen concert when I was twelve, so I would have been like oh, sixth yeah. grade, seventh grade. Well, she was. I don't think she was here though. Oh, okay. She relocated here for um for penis. Ah, so, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sure, sure. As you, as you do, hmm. as you do. If I found a penis that was worth relocating for, I absolutely yeah. would. I'm sure her father traded her from a far away tribe. To right, a, a, for a, local, many, a local tribe for many oxen. Well, not no, not for oxen <laughs> to, to to you know to uh, solidify peace peace treaties. Oh yeah, consolidate the the yeah. power. Yeah. yeah, I understand because the tribe you know wherever she's from, maybe they had fish. Yeah, maybe this tribe you know had, only has burnt wood. Right, you know <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, I went to Colorado over the weekend with oh. West Coast correspondent Cullen Williams. Interesting time. Uh, he's still unable to provide answers when I ask them on such things as UBI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Oh, you guys talked nature. about politics, huh? I mean, it was more dude, than it's just a twelve-hour drive to Colorado. It was more than just a trip for. <laughs> we weed. talked about sex. We talked about. I mean, we talked about everything. You should brought the task cam and recorded. Well, we thought about going live, and then I was like, "Well, I don't know if the if the signal will stay up." No. Oh. But uh, yeah, and he took a ten milligram edible on the way back, so. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would have been a pretty good show. Ten but, milligram uh, uh, edible, yeah. THC. Oh, oh, I thought you said Adderall for a minute. Like, oh, oh no, 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 no. Okay, no. it isn't. I don't. I don't think you missed the speed at all. Yeah. Um. So did you guys talk about uh, pol- you talked about politics? We talked about some politics. We talked about uh, talked about all sorts of things. We listened to a bunch of THC. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The second time brian tui tui whatever it is mm-hmm. has been on his program we listened to that one and he's the guy that wrote that the fix is in about sports dude, oh yeah yeah dude 
crazy shit. I haven't gotten to that one yet. It's good. It, well, it just came out. It was yeah, like the other day. A couple days ago. Um, crazy shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and some of the stuff that he says about the UFC, mm-hmm. and uh, and apparently he goes more into it in the book and more into it, obviously, in the second hour and things like that. I was just like, oh my God, that's right. Because I actually like the UFC. Yeah. Like, you know, of all the sports I hate, I like the UFC. And, but then, uh, like, apparently they're, they're contracts. So... You you have no option to renegotiate your contract. If you're a UFC fighter, you have no option to renegotiate your contract. And if you win a fight, your contract is automatically extended and you have no option to renegotiate that. Really? Yeah, exactly. It's just it's just like you win, boom, your contract's extended. You win, boom, your contract your contract's extended. Yeah, and and a couple other things about kind of how they treat fighters. Yeah. Like they uh, if you have a contract with the UFC, they own like your likeness your tattoos, your, your, like everything that you do. Hmm. Uh, yeah. And, uh, some pretty interesting stuff about that. And he also made some interesting points about Ronda Rousey too, and why she left and, and so on and so forth. But, um, I love Ronda Rousey. She could beat me up. Hmm. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you know, going back to the, I mean, I want to raise my daughter to be like go, Ronda Rousey. Going back my to, wife doesn't. Going back to like organized betting, right? Guess Which my is wife sem- essentially money. what the US, UFC is. Okay. Well, essentially all sports now, too. Yeah, but 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 the UFC only came around so that because boxing had faded. <laughs> well, boxing had faded, but also uh, the people who who did boxing wouldn't let the new guys in 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 on the money take and the gambling aspect of it. Right. You know? Which is why you know uh, you have dog racing uh, springs up when because you know there's a, a glass ceiling to say for horse racing, right. and so all the the mid tier bookies can't break through. To make the real money, right? So they start their own thing, right? And so why is cockfighting illegal? That's some, uh, only Mexicans do that. <laughs> but uh, Mexi- white people race horses, right? They do. That's right? true. Yeah. Right. Um. Uh. I, I don't know who races dogs. I guess. I guess. I guess probably. I. I, I have to assume it's whites. Pikes, maybe <laughs> off whites. <laughs> no, I think it's whites. Yeah, I think it's whites. And Black, then blacks have the NFL and NBA. Well, no, black people fight dogs. Oh, do that. Yeah, that's true. You know, in the hood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mexicans fight uh, fight chickens. Fight cocks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we all collectively win mm. the spectacle, the bl- the 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 bread and circuses. It's true. That's what. Uh, yeah, that's what feeds us. That's what keeps us t- together. So, but that's what keeps us distracted enough to stay together. Speaking of distractions, uh huh. And we should have talked about this last week, but we didn't. We chose to play music I'm and fast around. Lean back. Oh. Yeah, I feel pretty relaxed. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. Now, and I, I actually want to talk about it in the context of, you remember that, that the link I sent you last night, what we were talking about? Yes. Yes. So, and here's what's curious to me about this whole Epstein thing. And then, I, and then we can get, you know, your thoughts on it or, or the interpretation, if you will. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, it's 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 kind of like you know that saying about voting. You know, if it made a difference, it'd be illegal. Yeah. If if Jeffrey Epstein was the tip of the so-called iceberg that the Garden Variety alternative website right now is saying that he is, mm-hmm. I don't think he would be arrested. Yeah. I don't think this would be the spectacle that it is, and I don't think this would be the show that it is. Mm-hmm. Do I think Jeffrey Epstein's a horrible person that likes to bang little girls? Yes, I do. Yeah, or at, least, think, at the very least, you know, young teenage girls. Right, or, yeah, exactly. Do, do I think that? I absolutely do. 
do I think that this is uh, explosive and some sort of bombshell uh, for Democrats or Republicans? Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing. As I scroll through Facebook, every Republican is like, oh, oh them evil Clintons. They, yeah. they got them now. And every single Democrat is like, oh, Trump, there's no way he's not going to get impeached from this. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to open his little black book and Trump's name's going to be there yeah. and he's gone. Mm-hmm. And, and in my head, I'm like, I, in my gut, I feel like this is exactly what you're all supposed to be doing. Yeah. And 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 it doesn't mean it doesn't mean fuck all that Jeffrey Epstein is arrested in terms of actual pedophilia rings. Now I could be wrong or, or whatever, but that that's sort of my take on it. Mm-hmm. Because as I scroll Facebook, that's all I see. Yeah. I see a Democrat taking the opportunity to uh point the finger at those filthy Republicans. And I see a Republican taking the opportunity to point the finger at those filthy Democrats. Yeah. And I don't think either one of those is really at the core of this here. No. So, anyways, it's still, the interpretation, my it's, shaman. It's it's being used as a spectacle <laughs> to once again do what? Be a spectacle <clears throat> to introduce a controlled dialectic. Yeah, one hundred percent. To further uh, us versus them, you versus me, yeah. red versus blue, one side versus the you other. You hate your neighbor across the aisle. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, n- nobody is ever truly going to know what's going on right now. Hmm. Um, and yeah, it's probably going to all get swept under the rug. It's very interesting at the same time, though, that this, this, these researchers are dropping. Well, well no, no, I was going to actually go a totally different oh. <laughs> way with it. Is that, is that, uh, weaponized memes, mm. memes is propaganda. Mm-hmm. And particularly because we know that, that there's a certain percentage of people who like to weaponize memes? Who, well, no, yeah. who, who get their information from Facebook and Fox News? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, and there's a certain type of people who get their uh, their information from Twitter and MSNBC. Yeah, right. Yeah, and they tend to be the older crowd. You're 30 and up. Yeah. You young crowd though, they get their news from Snapchat and from Discord mm. and from 4chan and from Reddit and here and there and everywhere. Yeah. Therefore, there's much a there's a better chance that they can see something that is not meant to be disseminated among the masses. Fox News and MSNBC, or the masses. Twitter and Facebook, won't allow you to talk about it. Right. You know. And the Epstein thing is 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 that thing for both sides. Yeah. Right. Because the Republicans don't want you to see the connections between Israel and Epstein and Trump and Epstein. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats don't want you to see the connections between the Clintons, the Clintons and Epstein. And Epstein. Yeah, yeah. And Obama and Epstein. And so... So what do you Holly, think going on? Hollywood and Epstein. Well, hold on. I'm getting to that. All right. So... For the younger crowd, uh, what's, what's, uh, what's going to distract them? Memes. Memes. That's right. What's the hottest meme right now? Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Clinton? No. Oh, Area 51 memes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to go, by the way? No. Fuck no. As, okay. as soon... Do you, do you know what military crossfire is? No. Have you? Do you know what Area 51 looks like? It's flat. Four miles. No. And they have... They, so there's no way to storm it. There's no way you could get close enough... Yeah. To, to see... To even get alien. to the gate... Right. Before you'd get blown up by drones. Well, I hope everyone listening realizes that. And no alien, no alien booty, right? Is at Area Fifty One. Big goth girl, yeah. alien titties. It's a 
It's what do you think, though? You think it's a crash? Have we talked about Area 51? It's a crash landing? What do you think, it's a It's a secret government site the government wants to keep secret. Who the fuck knows? Right. You know? It could be any one of their secrets. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think Harambe is there. Harambe? Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so the Area 51 means spring up at the same time this Jeffrey Epstein stuff comes up. Right. And everybody who'd be, you know, focusing on Jeffrey Epstein or, you know, sharing him. No, it's all Area 51 now. All right. The whole narrative of conspiracy has changed to be like, hey, man, aliens. Yeah. We're going to go to Area 51 and see what's really there. Which is effectively dead. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it's the same thing as the anti-vax memes. It's why when you go on, you know, our dank memes, 5% of posts, consistently, always 5% of posts are making fun of anti-vax. Yeah. And a year ago, two years ago... It was 5% of posts making fun of flat earthers. European Union? No, oh. flat earthers. Yeah. And so it, it it's it's a flimsy meme, a stupid meme, mm-hmm. that's thrown out there to ridicule conspiracy theorists. Yeah. And to, to change the... Because young kids are looking to rebel. So what's the rebellion? Do they rebel by saying, oh yeah, no, I, oh, Michelle Obama was a man? Right. Or do they rebel by making fun of flat earthers? Right. You know what I mean? You rebel by saying, I'm going to storm Area 51. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I was actually, uh, we had a conversation about that on the way back because Cullen, sarcastically, I believe, uh, I mean, it would have to have been, <laughs> he was like, he was like, I only listen to Alex Jones. <laughs> you know, he was just making a joke. And I was like, I was like, no, man, I really think, I really think Alex Jones, like, I would, I would not be surprised if you peeked into his books. And he doesn't sell a single one of those diet pills. Yeah, he literally just like just a monthly stipend from the CIA mm-hmm. because the idea. And now, if you see Alex Jones anywhere, YouTube, any other podcast, Joe Rogan, whatever it is, it's 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 one hundred percent their their flag in the hill that they're the most banned network in the world. Yeah, and so it's just the idea that people that think outside of the narrative are like that. Yeah. People that 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 have questions about what they're being told in the mainstream media and in mainstream thought are the kind of people who would tell a Sandy Hook parent their kid didn't die. Mm-hmm. That's what it's associated with and that's 100% his job yeah. in the zeitgeist. And 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 it, as in anything, if you don't learn the basics first, right. you're going to go in without being able to under, really understand what you're looking at. Yeah. So if you go in without understanding things like the left-right paradigm, mm-hmm. the controlled dialectic, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, propaganda and yeah. its basis form, if you don't really understand how these things are used against you, you know, then you're a victim of then, them. Then even if you go and you be, you know, you listen to Alex Jones or, or listen to THC or or Clyde Lewis or whatever, right? You're still not going to be able to see through the smoke and mirrors that are there because anybody who's given a large enough platform is ultimately, I is believe, it, is going to yeah. be compromised in some sort of way. Yeah. So Alex Jones is compromised, even if it's just the fact that he's a pied piper to lead astray people who don't have the have the necessary <laughs> mental <laughs> facilities <wherewithal>. right. <laughs> in play. <laughs> yeah. By that I mean understanding propaganda, the control dialectic, yeah. left versus right, yeah. and and how even. Conspiracy theorists are manipulated. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, yes, Alex Jones, I think, is there to distract millions of people yeah. who would be looking into conspiracies, but instead they're just like, yeah, that man's crazy. Fighting for our rights. Right. right. Protecting the Second Amendment. Yeah. And they buy another gun. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with buying another gun. There's nothing wrong with buying another gun. That's right. Nope. Can never have too many guns. Uh, that's right. I have several myself. Plan to get several more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to store it right next to my weed. 
Uh, <laughs> anyway, so so Epstein. Yeah, Epstein. What do you think is going on? <clears throat> so Epstein comes out of nowhere, right? Yeah, hundred because we've talked about him damn near a year and a half ago now. And uh, Epstein comes out of nowhere, and he's this. He's born to a poor Jewish family, right? Mi- lower, mi- low to middle middle class family in New York. Mm-hmm. In ninety one, he marries. Um, uh, Jazane, uh, what is her name? Monroe Moore. Oh, Jiz- yeah, it's Something a really like weird name. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, marries this chick, and uh, before you know it, he's working at Bear Stearns, hmm. one of the largest hedge fund, mutual fund, money management, uh, you know, firms, uh, firms in in Wall, uh, in Wall Street and in Washington. Very powerful. Works for them for a while. And then he leaves. Um, he loses in 2008. He loses like supposedly $40 million um, when Bear Stearns flips the housing market. Because they're the one, one of the ones who are responsible for the, the drop in the housing market. Yeah. So he loses a lot of money there. So it seems like maybe he pissed some people off at Bear Stearns when he left. Right? Because if you were really on the inside, which all those people were, people at Bear Stearns didn't lose money. It was the schmucks that lost money. <laughs> right. The average Joes that lost right. money. The market lost money because of what they did, but the people at Bear Stearns, they didn't lose any money. Right. You know. The house always wins. Exactly. The house always wins. So Epstein appears to piss people off at Bear Stearns when he leaves. And then in 2007, before the market crashes, he is convicted in the state of um, Florida. New York. Oh. Florida? No, it was. I, th- I believe it was Florida. Of um, Yeah, because now solic- he's convicted in both, I think. But, yeah, solicitation yeah. of a minor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He gets um, in which he had, you know, a a girl give an underage girl give him a massage, and mm. um, some hanky panky massage the pee pee. Yeah, occurred. Mm-hmm. And he would he was outed for this. He went to jail. Right. Yeah. Now, this was an FBI investigation. He went to jail. Put down quite a bit though, didn't he? Put down a lot because he could have yeah. been facing like forty years. Uh, he got uh, fourteen months of work release. I'm sorry. I just like, which means he gets he was he was 16 hours a day. Yeah, during the day he could leave. He also got weekend passes every single weekend he was there. So he's he he had to serve 40 hours a week in jail. Mm. He had to sleep in. It does jail. sound rough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the prison ah. he was in had a gym. Yeah, had a sauna. Yeah, library, library high school classes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, it was it's white collar. Yeah. Slap on the wrist prison. Right. That he only had to sleep at. For 14 months. And that's all he got. 14 months. Yeah. yeah. Incredibly long time. Uh-huh. Should have been less. So, <clears throat> now we have Acosta resigned, right? Mm. Aaron Acosta, who's uh, the House uh, Labor, uh, Secretary of Labor. Right. The White House. At the time, he was one of the prosecuting attorneys. And uh, he... He was the one who got that sweetheart deal for Epstein. Really? Yeah. Way back in the day, 2007. Right. He got the sweetheart deal for Epstein. Epstein, Epstein, whatever. However, it wasn't just him. It was people above him. Right. Because right. he, he was a U.S. attorney at that point, but still low-level guy. Right. Not like he is today. So he falls on his sword, I, I guess, for the Trump White House. Mm-hmm. Because... 
there's a lot more fingers that Acosta could be pointing at people who pressured him, because that's the whole story, people pressured him to give Epstein that sweetheart deal. Right. So, there's... You're talking about people that were uh, presumably in, in the black book type thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, there were... So, they were all like, give them 14 months. <laughs> Let him get the place with, him with no barbed wire. So, the White House... Yeah. By having Acosta resign instead of fight this, instead of Acosta revealing who really put the pressure on him to give Epstein the sweetheart deal, right, is simply going to walk away. So the White House really isn't fighting this. So that's from the, from Republicans' point of view, at least from Donald Trump's point of view, he doesn't want to pursue this. Right. He wants it to go away too. So that makes me a little suspicious of Trump. However, there's only one... Actual there's a handful fo- of pictures. Or, I, there's yeah. only one that's that's actually surfaced. When this Epstein first story first broke, like a week and a half ago, uh, there was a a uh, a photo Photoshop one, a Photoshop, yeah, of Epstein and Trump together. Yeah, and I mentioned that the way those those accounts all tweeted mm-hmm. it at once, and yep. then and then all immediately retracted it yep. and said, "Deep fakes. We need yeah. AI to solve this." Yeah, the mm-hmm. AI is the only thing that's going to save us. See, look, even I can be fooled by Photoshop. Yeah. Look at me. Which I'm, is a ridiculous yeah. fucking premise. Yeah. Even a blue check mark is, is wrong sometimes. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I know, right? Oh my god. A blue yeah. check mark got something wrong? Yeah. <gasps> no, just the Clutches idea. Clutches pearls. Yeah. Just the idea that that we need and 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 looking back now, because I listened to that two part interview that Jack Dorsey did on Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. I had to listen past Joe Rogan. But no, <laughs> I listened to that two part interview. Like at looking back, okay. No, th- the message of that was, oh, AI will help me do do my job more fairly. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's what Jack Dorsey was saying. Yeah. And God bless Tim Pool. You know, forget about his politics or whatever, but God bless Tim Pool for actually asking hard questions of Jack Dorsey and saying, uh, these people threaten violence and are not uh, banned from your platform. These people threaten violence and they are. And Jack has no explanation. Because it's not AI. We don't have true AI. It's not yeah, AI. Yeah, exactly. It's, a, yeah. it's programmed algorithms, yeah. which are programmed by humans that then to behave in a certain way and censor certain things. Right. And so, of, of, of course it's not fair. Right? I mean, if you truly have an AI that's, that's truly... Um, unbiased? <laughs> unbiased, yeah. I, yeah, we can use that word. Right. Um, but either way, then, it's still programmed by a human. With internal biases. So true AI wouldn't be. True AI would be pro- self-programming. Learn itself, yeah. Right. So, yeah. no, it, I, Yeah. But, I don't know. It, 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 the AI, AI conversation is... Yeah, it's is, a bigger one. Anyways, it will. But, it's, it's another bubble of the conspiracy pie. Yeah. But, Epstein. So, um, after 2007... He goes away for a little bit, but he's still in and totally around. Totally disappears, doesn't he? Or... Totally disappears for a little, a little while, but then is still around. He goes to Washington and he opens up his own firm. Oh. In which he says he specifically caters to billionaires. <laughs> if Now, when I open my own firm, by the way, that's going to be... The, it's a mutual fund firm, right? It's yeah. hedge fund management group. Yeah. They only cater to billionaires. Cater billionaires. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. If you don't have the B... GTFL. Yeah. <laughs> so it seems like when Epstein gets out of prison for, you know, soliciting a, soliciting a minor, yeah. he gets a promotion yeah. on Wall Street. Basically, yeah. He goes from Bear Stearns <laughs> managing uh, hedge funds for average people. Right. Or at least, to, you know, wealthy people. I'll handle billionaires' money. To the elite elite. Right. You know? <laughs> That's true. 
Prince Andrew goes from flying on his jet, you know, once a year to four times a year. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's very interesting. Um, but dialing back the clock to 1991, when him and his wife got married, Jazane, I, I cannot remember her last name. It's, it's something weird. It's Monroe yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or, or Moore or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you go back and look at her family history. Well, her father. Here we go. Buckle up. Her father. Yeah. Is a very was a very high ranking member of. Can you guess what what intelligence firm? Mossad. Mossad. Mm. Her father was Israeli deep state intelligence, high ranking Israeli deep state intelligence. Mm. Well, you got to keep the lights on, Matt. I mean, and it only it, <laughs> so then it only figures that his son in law, yeah, would then who average dude, yeah, no, no connections, just a dude. He just happens to be Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no real connections, though. Right. Just a Jew. He's the yeah. guy now yeah. rubbing shoulders with all the, 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 the he- he- hedge fund managers right. on Wall Street. Yeah, right? Bear Stern. He's the guy you know, shooting up the corporate ladder at Bear Stern. Yeah. He's the guy getting all these, these, uh, these rich guys at Bear Stern who, let me remind you, keep this in mind, right. that crashed the market in 2008 and stole billions, billions in yeah. real estate. Yeah. From the American people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He rises through the market. Great first term. Tremendous people. Leaves when he, once he's done his damage. Yeah. And Bear Stearns collapses. They get, they get you know, so yeah. bought. Epstein has a 14-month vacation. <clears throat> they get sold <laughs> piece, yeah. piece by piece. Was that a knock on the door? I think so. Was it your door or across the hall? Maybe across the hall. They're coming. Shit. They might be. Yeah. Epstein takes a 14-month vacation. Well, no. So, so let's go back to back yeah. to Wall Street, right? The market gets crashed, right? In two thousand eight, Bear Stearns gets Still sold off piece by piece. Yeah. But before they do, all the bankers get a golden parachute. <laughs> they gain, gain banks in this country gain a huge amount of real estate back, mortgages. Yeah. That they can then sell again, and it's the son-in-law of. A deep state Mossad intelligence agent. Again, very high ranking. Hmm. But during his time, it seems, at Bear Stearns, Jeffrey Epstein is rubbing elbows with all these hedge fund managers. As you do. As you do. Flying them on his private jets, which he suddenly has. Yeah. Um, and, And in doing what we know that Epstein does, which is, or alleged to have done. Right. Which is he... Provides access to young ladies for billionaires, billionaires, and very rich and powerful connected people in, yeah. in Hollywood and yeah. in Washington and New York. Yeah, all over Speaking the place. Speaking of that, do you, you think now that all this has come out, you think I should delete his number, or you think I'm good? No, keep his number. Okay, okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Definitely keep his number. Okay. <laughs> so it goes back to me in in my and from what I see of the situation. I think it goes back to what the the U.S. intelligence services used to do in the 1960s and 70s, which is drug their agents right. with LSD, put them in a hotel room with a prostitute or an underage girl or an underage boy, right? get it on film, and then say, you're our man now. See this footage? Yeah. You, you, you're our boy. Yep, yeah, you're our boy. Do what we say. Yeah. Or And nobody sees it. And nobody sees it. And you'll rise up through the ranks. Yeah. If you refuse to do what we say, guess what? 
you're you're going to stay at your job for the rest of your life. Yeah, you're never you're never going to get a promotion. You're ne- you're never going to going to achieve your career goals. Yeah, and you'll just you'll just rust away, collect dust in a corner of an FBI field office for the rest of your life. Right. But if you want to go places <clears throat> in the agency, if you work against <laughs> us, yeah, and you try to expose anything we're going to do, we're going to ruin your life. Yeah. If we really want you to do something and you refuse, we're going to expose you and ruin your life. But if you play the game, if you're a good foot soldier, in 30 years... On up you go. Yeah. In 30 years, no one's going to remember this footage. It'll all be gone. We'll make sure it it, it goes away. And you get that pension. And you get that pension. (laughs) And you do all our dirty stuff. Isn't that what the fire department does? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's actually how I got Matt to do this podcast. I and actually, seemed, I don't know anything damning about you. Yeah. Well, I do know one. Mm. The, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's how I got you to do the podcast. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> got that hanging over Matt's head. Listen. But you got mine, too, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Mom. <laughs> Come see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I've never laughed <laughs> as like that. hard as when you heard that story. Oh man, yeah. hey mom, come see. Mm. Mine was a gesture, so it's not as funny. Yeah, to the audience, but I know a secret about Matt. Matt knows a secret about me. It's anyway. Bottom line. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Epstein leaves prison. Epstein leaves prison. Two thousand seven. Yeah. Or two thousand eight. Yeah. After having done his time. Mm-hmm. He did the crime, therefore he did the time. He opens up his own firm, <laughs> catering to billionaires. Right. Is wildly successful at it for some reason. Well. However, his... Wall his, Street's easy, man. His, his, his client list is private, right? They're a private company. They can do that. So right. His client, his, his client list is private. Right. And reportedly, from what the, the, um, the company says, they only have one client. Mm. So one billionaire... Produces billions and billions of dollars in revenue and profit for Jeffrey Epstein after he gets out of prison. So, do you believe that? What is, is one client? Is Bill Gates did would would Bill Gates back in the day give him like ten oh, percent of his wealth? Right to be in the billions, it'd have to be it'd have to be Gates or yeah, it'd have to be Bez- well, Bezos wouldn't not have been even a Bezos back then. back then. Yeah, uh, but we really get like Gates or maybe, Murdoch, maybe Job. Well, Jobs is. But Jobs have died by then? But Jobs didn't really own Apple. He worked for it. Remember, Apple kicked him to the curb a couple times. Right. So Jobs had billions, but not enough to make... Not to, fuck you to money. Give, he had fuck me money, yeah. not fuck you money. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> but you think any billionaire at the time had to have at least 5%... Yeah. ...would have to have given Epstein at least 5% of their wealth in order for Epstein to then have billions, or at least show billions in profit from his company. So yeah. what was the client that was able to feed billions of dollars... Of profit into his company. I think I know where this is going. It wouldn't be a a private individual, right? It would be a government. <laughs> I knew we were going there. Yeah, it would be a government well, roasted. Yeah. So the question what is, government, man? what government <laughs> then? Yeah, your was financing one. Jeffrey yeah. Epstein, and what what was. Because they're governments, okay? Yeah, they are. Yeah. So, for example, the U.S. government, we don't control the Federal Reserve. I know. It's however, a goddamn shame. However, but we don't. 
Yeah. We do control the military that protects the Federal Reserve. It's true. It's kind of a weird arrangement yeah. that we have. Yeah. But yes. So we're like, what's the um what's the one security company that, that carries the the money for the all the banks in and out, like trans- transfers money for banks and stuff? Are you talking about Brinks? Yes. Yeah. Brinks, yeah. yeah. So or there's one other one, but yeah, Brinks. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we may not be Bank of America. But we're Brinks. But we're Brinks. That's right. Bank of America needs Brinks. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, because they can't just have Joe. They can't. They can't ship that through UPS. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. FedEx doesn't take it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to have Branks. Yeah, you know DHL doesn't deliver gold. Yeah, they don't. Or anything I've got, anymore. Or anything anymore for that I got matter. A DHL package today. Did you really? Yeah, from China. Yeah. Oh, there you go. They're little vans, dude. Fuck DHL. The, your shit. If if you order, listener, real quick, sidebar, and mm-hmm. I apologize, but if you order anything from anywhere on online. And your tracking number is a DHL number, just kill yourself. Like because it's it is it is a shot in the dark as to whether you're gonna see that package. Yeah. Because DHL is like they don't well, they're a much bigger company company globally yeah, overseas, than UPS yeah. or yeah. FedEx is. Yeah, they are. So that's probably anytime a company gets that big, we'll yeah, just, we, we always have problems. Because we pass off. It's weird actually, having done my, like what I've been doing the last couple of years, like the amount of handoffs there are and the amount of weird especially internationally. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's, it's anyway, another discussion. But that aside, yeah, Brinks. Who is the one company or entity that Jeffrey Epstein is able to make billions of dollars off of? It would have to be a government. Mm-hmm. Okay, knowing do, do what Jeffrey Epstein has <clears throat> been involved with, and where he's number one, from? running, rubbing shoulders with rich and powerful people all across the spectrum: Hollywood, the government, New York, and being the son-in-law, going from average dude. I really love this that this is a Jewish conspiracy. Average dude, yeah, who might have grown up to be a bank manager, you know, yeah, or wh- whatever, yeah. Average dude. Once he gets married, all of a sudden it seems like there he goes straight yeah. up the ladder. So to me, it seems like his father-in-law has his at least hand up his ass, up his ass, <laughs> puppeting him. Yeah, or is it the wind at his back pushing him into the stuff? Right. So. Who is the client? It would have to be a government. Yeah. So it's either the United States government intelligence or it's Israeli intelligence behind Jeffrey Epstein. So you don't think it's a banana republic? No, I don't. No, no, no. Banana republics can't generate billions of dollars. Yeah. I doubt Russia could generate billions of dollars out of thin air. But who can? The Federal Reserve can. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The state of Israel can. The no. United States can with their black budgets. I mean, come on. So... Matt, I don't know if anybody's told you we're not allowed to call them black budgets anymore. It's oh. called low-income housing. Gotcha. Yeah, it's gotcha. their projects yeah. now. We can't call them black budgets. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean... just It's a new rule. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, you probably weren't aware. But I mean, blacks don't even know what budgeting is, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 weird, dude. I, I was talking to a black guy one time that I worked with, and I'm like, I'm like, Dude, because you know, and I, we were older. He was my age, mm. and we were managing a lot of kids. And I'm like, I'm like, and his name was DeAndre, of course. And, and I was, I was like, DeAndre, what the fuck's with these kids, man? Like, they don't, they don't know what to do with their check. They're talking about, you know, going to Deerbergs and getting it cash and all this shit. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Mm. And he's like, I'm telling you, man, in black communities, he's like, no one tells you to get a bank account. Yeah. Nobody. And he's like, most people like my parents' age don't have a bank account. Yeah. And I'm like, that's that's not. <laughs> That's not good, dude. Yeah. It's like, Dad, do you have a bank account? He's like, yeah. 
I mean, I don't have good for you. I don't have a bank account. Yeah, but that's but, a different. That's an yeah. entirely different kind of. There's a different reason for that. <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah, because yeah. you like to launder drug money, which which makes sense. Different so. rate. I don't. I do not. That's a false statement. <laughs> it's a false statement. It's a false statement that he likes to launder drug it's money. A false, that's yes, right. it's a false yeah. statement. I hate it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Billions and billions. So for just from what I've seen yeah. of the situation, yeah. again, going back to what we were saying earlier about having the proper tools as not just as a conspiracy theorist, somebody somebody in this this quagmire of mainstream media and propaganda that we live under yeah. all day long. Yeah. You have to have the tools of logic, right? I be, argumentation. Uh, understanding how propaganda is used. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, um, rhetoric. No, you you really need you need to know propaganda. You need to know the controlled dialectic. You need to have these tools available. And as someone who does, someone who is aware to manipulation, to me, Jeffrey Epstein from for a very long time now has been the guy that if you want to have somebody who has gained power or is in power, be compromised, and then be he's able to man. be controlled and blackmailed. Yeah, he's your man. He's the guy that can get it done. And I, th- I think the fact that he's yeah. from humble beginnings, right? He's not one of the blooded... Uh, family guys. You know, from, yeah, he's not from one of those, you know, old money families. Right, right. Old money, old blooded families. Right. He's somebody who can be out there publicly, or at least his name be known. Yeah. And do the dirty work. Well, if it's like if you're in power or something like that, it's it's he's more of a symbol where you can say, "Oh, you got to meet my buddy Jeffrey." Yeah, like you know what I mean. But it's also, he's like... he's he's a disposable. Yeah, he's not yeah. somebody who really matters to you or the game. So, what's behind the arrest then? Do you think? Uh, it could be nothing more than a ploy to tie so, him and Trump together. I think and, that's one hundred percent what and, it and is. And to to bring down Trump, I don't think that's one hundred percent what it is. I think that's part of what it is. What's the other part? I think the the part is is honestly these these sealed indictments that that are still floating out there. Something almost like forty thousand of them sealed indictments, mm-hmm. naming people, um, a lot of government people, uh, supposedly in there. Potentially, yeah. Uh, I think so. I well, I, I think that this is like a piece that they're sacrificing to be like, okay, you know what? These you are the indictments. Have this guy, yeah. And let everything else kind of go away. However, there's the the, the next piece that pops up, and mm. this is this is recent, mm-hmm. is that there are there are literal protests going on in the streets of Israel right now by Israelis against the Israeli government because really? Jeffrey Epstein, through all this case now, yeah, it's been revealed that he's tied to literal blackmailing, provable blackmail within the state of Israel from uh, this one secretary guy um like 20 years ago okay who then was able who then blackmailed members of the israeli government and jeffrey epstein was in the in the middle of that so the israelis are pissed why they're pissed that well, the, we're not israelis are pissed, they're not going to get their shot at them pissed at, or well, pissed at their own government for this they they really don't care one way or another about it, jeffrey epstein it's just the fact that that powerful people this is there's a, a huge like blackmailing scandal yeah that's been that's been exposed now in israel hmm and of course, it's it's no more a huge protest than what you know people are talking about Jeffrey Epstein over here. It's just a different aspect of it. Yeah, and that part is provable. So, yeah, it's it's pretty much pretty much a foregone conclusion now that Jeffrey Epstein is an agent of Mossad has been using his 
his celebrity status yeah. to influence and be influenced by powerful people. And it seems to be all one huge ring of a modern day Washington, Jefferson, Tel Aviv, oh. London, yeah. Vatican, good old boys club. Yeah. And the Clintons are a part of that. And Trump's part of that. And whole, Steven Spielberg yeah. is part of that. And Tom Hanks is part of that. And the list goes on and on and on. Tom Cruise isn't, though. He's on he's on L. Ron Hubbard's trip. <laughs> he's, he's, Tom, <laughs> Tom Cruise is in a whole different world. He's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally a different planet. Literally, yeah. Worshiping Xenia. Uh Well, that's interesting. And so, but, so what is the other part of the arrest, though, that you think it is? You think it's... Or did you answer that? No, I think I think it's that this that Israeli blackmail ah uh, scandal. Because I don't know, man. Because I think maybe BB's on his way out, so maybe you know, maybe what it is is Epstein was Netanyahu's man. Yeah. So with Netanyahu on his way out, of course, with any regime change, change them, change the officers, change yeah. the officers, change the, changing the guard. Yeah. A, yeah. A, you can't you can't use the mid to upper tier guys who are loyal to the top guy. Right. You can't use them anymore if you're going to become the new top guy. You right. got to fill them with people who are loyal to you. That's right. So Epstein going away. Just so you know, dear listener, this is exactly how Matt runs his kitchen. By the way, it's true. You, you think I'm kidding? I'm 100 percent the fuck not. Yeah. <laughs> because the way Matt talks about his kitchen is exactly like. If I inserted certain terms, it would be like he was talking about a Game of Thrones episode. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a joke. Anyway. Anyhow. Uh, so I feel like maybe... I've heard the word loyalty come out of Matt's mouth about his kitchen more than I ever thought I would. <laughs> With Benjamin Netanyahu on his way out. Yeah. Yeah. If Epstein is his guy. Yeah. Then, of course... Change the guard. Yeah. With him having so much access to so much you know, supposed blackmail. Yeah. That you would need to get rid of that source of information, right? So it's basically just lock it up so we'll never hear from it again. Lock it up so we never hear from it again. We can clean the slate, start new, and we can start blackmailing. Here, yeah. yeah, yeah. The 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 information goes from Jeffrey Epstein to the new guys, whoever. Right. You know. Yeah. And I think that the 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 exposure of the blackmail, Jeffrey Epstein blackmailing people in in Israeli Israel, government. yeah, is part of getting rid of. Uh, you know, Netanyahu maybe cleaning his own house right. or somebody else cleaning it for him. Who knows? It is interesting. One of the things that they said that they found in Epstein's New York New York apartment. Did you read that uh, that log? I didn't. No, I didn't. Um, with you the know, manifest a lot, lot of cash, yeah. names and numbers, yeah. a Saudi Arabian passport hmm. with his picture and a totally different name, a Saudi Arabian name. Really? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're dealing with somebody with multiple identities too. Yeah. An expired Saudi passport. No, oh, well, so got to get that renewed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. You you cannot. You can't have the expired. You can't. Passport. You cannot get to the checkpoint. <laughs> yeah. Under your fake identity and have it be expired and be like, oh, I have to get across. Here's my real identity. And people right. are like, what? What's this? <laughs> uh, hold on. Yeah. 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 Then you have a whole another room of people you have to blackmail. Yeah. It's an involved process. It is. Yeah. And where are you going to get underage girls to blackmail them with when you're at a border crossing? It's true. You know, when yeah. you're in the airport Not trying a whole to get through customs. Yeah. You know? And no LSD. No LSD. So no sad. hard drugs. <laughs> no no altar to sacrifice to Baphomet. What are you going to do? Oh, God. 
<laughs> yeah, you. Uh, it was funny because when I was reading that article I sent you last night mm-hmm. uh, about the uh, Tracy Twyman mm-hmm. who died. Um, who? I don't know. But now you're more cavalier right the fuck now about it than you were last night. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. I, so I kind of scanned the article, and I didn't read the whole thing, you know, because I'm I'm familiar with websites of that type, mm-hmm. you know, as you and I are in the circles that we run. I mean, yeah. But, yeah, uh, sure. you know, I kind of perused it, and I'm like, eh, there's probably something here, might not be, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll bounce it off my shaman. So I sent it to you, and I was like, I was like, what do you think of this? And and you sent me a couple of voice clips about it, and and I was surprised because I thought that you were gonna say that it's all hogwash, mm-hmm. that just that that sort of investigation is a hogwash. You didn't like her and her research, and it was hogwash. Yeah. Um. But you, it was quite the opposite. You you said it was it was interesting. And you didn't really know where uh, to land on some of the research, but you thought it was all very interesting, and, mm-hmm. and there was perhaps something to her death. So, Tracy Twyman has been around for about 20 years now in conspiracy circles. Yeah. Um, I've known for her for a couple of her, of her and her work for a couple of years, and uh, I think it's fascinating. I think uh, she was definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. Anytime I saw, you know, I've got a ro- rotation of like 10, 10 15 podcasts. Researchers, yeah. That I'll listen to on a regular basis that always have those rotating guests. And every time, you know, Tracy's her up. name popped up, I'd be like, oh, shit, it's, Tra- it's my girl, Tracy Twyman. <laughs> I think I once referred to her as my conspiracy theory waifu. <laughs> Just to let you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like Tracy Twyman's work. Very interesting. Very smart person. Yeah. So Tracy Twyman started about... Matt about, likes reading about Alters about, to Baphomet. Yeah, 20 years ago. <laughs> Doing occult work, uh, doing yeah. uh, using Ouija boards and sounding boards to uh. to reach across to the other side. Mm. She then had. Did a, she ever reach across? Uh, uh, yes, from yeah, from what she said. Her first couple of books are about her channeling through Ouija boards and other sorts of channeling. Right. That's question mark for me. Number one. That's red flag number one. Is that any time that channeling is not? I don't think is something that you should necessarily get involved with. Um, Spirits and entities yeah. and things think it's of that possible, nature just not can... advisable. Oh no, it's definitely possible. It's a hundred percent absolute truth, true fact. You could Ouija, use a Ouija board to contact demons if you want. That's not up for debate in my mind. Yeah, you can stop listening to it right now if you disagree. Uh, you can fuck off for all I care. That's a that to me. That's no. That's hundred percent. That's not. Yeah, yeah. It's a foregone conclusion. Anyway, stuff exists. It's real. Magic is real. Mm. Boom. Nailed it. Anyway. <laughs> So, so the the channeling early on in her career—that's a red flag for me because right. anything can. Uh, there's a lot of BS and bullshit and stupidity that has been injected into yeah. the occult, yeah. into conspiracy, and into a lot of things via channeling. Right? We have uh, going back, all the way back to Blavatsky, but even before John D, which it's incredible. Like if you look back in John D, John D is the magician who caused the British Empire to happen back in the 15th or the 1500s. Right. Mm -hmm. They had a guy named Edward Kelly and John D was trying to channel spirits. He couldn't do it. They wouldn't talk to him. Right. But he got this guy, Edward Kelly in the room and the spirits loved him, talked to him all day long and told him exactly. I don't think I've ever heard this story, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. So this, the speaking of the Spanish Armada, right? right? So when this, this Spanish and the, the English are going back and forth in the in the 1500s. Right. right. The the Spanish are attacking, and the British are going to meet them on the sea. Right. Right. Right there on the uh, su- southern coast of uh, of Great Britain. And 
John Edwards gets gets a message from the other side, quote unquote, saying, "Do not attack. Stay. Keep your ships Stay in the port. Yeah. Keep your ships in the harbor. Don't don't meet them on 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 the high seas." Interesting. John D, who was at that time a uh, the court magician. I'm not joking. He was the literal court wizard to Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. Queen Elizabeth the first. He was a part of her royal court as her astronomer, advisor, alchemist. Mm. Okay. Mm. He goes to her, he goes to the queen and says, "Keep your troops where they are. Keep yeah. them in, in the fortresses. We're we're not going. We're not going out and say on the high seas." Spain, meanwhile, is sailing their entire armada, literally every ship that they have in their military armada, to Great Britain mm. to go fuck them up. <laughs> as you do, yeah. In the, the Spanish century. get almost to the coast of Britain, and a huge storm comes up and destroys the entire Sinks Spanish the armada. Cripples the Spanish Navy. Spain never recovers. This is why Spain goes from being conquistadors, exploring South America and exploring the Americas, right? Yeah. From Florida all the way down... To being dog shit. To, 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 to not being able to c- compete anymore protecting shipping, which is what militaries do on the seas. They protect shipping. Yeah. And Great Britain goes from being a contender, to, along with Spain, Portugal, Belgium, yeah. France at the time, to, the, to being, being the, main guy. the number one. Yeah. And they go unchallenged for hundreds of years. Magic is real. <laughs> Channeling is real. So Tracy Twyman. Yeah. She channels uh, entities. Or so she claims. So she claims. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if she, she, I don't think she ever claimed to have like channeled Baphomet, mm-hmm. but I know that she claims to have spoke with Baphomet. Okay. All right. And then she has this wild one. Which is, ba- is that Baal? No, no, different, different. Okay. Uh, well, ba- who's Baphomet? Baphomet is the, it's whor- be another long the one. I'm sorry, guys. The goat, goat legged <laughs> horned, uh, hermaphroditic god of, uh, okay. ancient Kabbalistic Is tradition. Baphomet on the, Baphomet is the Starbucks logo. <laughs> No, uh, no, that's the siren. Oh, Christ. That's, um, that represents... <sighs> I can't keep track of all your bullshit, man. That represents the goddess, goddess Ishtar or okay. Isis. right. I knew that. Yeah. I was testing you. Or Easter. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Baphomet. Astara. Right. So she's talked to Baphomet, but not Jim. So, so Baphomet is a metaphorical horn god that goes back to um, Babylon. Ah. Um, Anyway, so uh, part, cousins with part of uh, uh, Jewish occulti- occultism, um, the Kabbalah, that sort of stuff. Right. Uh, the Knights Templar allegedly worshipped Baphomet. Ah. Um, anyway. So 33rd degree Mason. She then has this falling out where her the magazine she had started folds and she gets a divorce. And she pretty much starts denouncing all the channeling, all the occult stuff, and starts talking about how these elite sex rituals and occultism and stuff like that. So it's like a, a d- decided shift in uh, sort a, of her... a, Kind of a 180 from being really interested in the occult and like totally on board with the dark part of it to right. be like, no, it's all, it's all Luciferian, it's all satanic, it's all it's evil, evil stuff. Right. And starts kind of preaching against that. From a Judeo-Christian point of view, or just no, a, no, from, just a, a, from an occultist is... point of view, sure, right. But saying that no, this stuff is evil. Okay. Right? Sorry for the interruption. She has a little flirtation with uh, Rosicrucianism, I believe, and then she goes. Um, she starts writing about uh, Freemasonry 
and about uh, kind of the roots and then and the symbolism behind Freemasonry. Right. Then she starts talking about Michael Bloomberg two years ago. She writes this novel, a fiction novel called Genuflect, which in which the protagonist is somebody who's investigating this high-level politician who built this mysterious building in which uh, – that's along certain occultic ley lines, right? Right. Energy vortexes on the Earth's surface. And is in it, uh, the bad guy is building a portal to another dimension. Hmm. Evil not, genius. Not Evil simply scientist. another dimension, however, a higher dimension, right? Ah. So in all myths, all the, the big mythos, right. you have the destruction of the top god on the pantheon. And then the gods who destroy that god then rise to the top of the pantheon. And you have one pantheon of gods built upon the destroyed pantheon of gods. We see this in Zeus killing his father, right. the Titan, right? Yeah. And the Olympian gods locking all the Titans in the underworld, mm-hmm. right? And then having a, a new ascending to then where the Titans were, right? Yeah. So the destruction of a, of, of a pantheon or, or of a god... And then you ascend to be in that God's place and then build on top of that what that God has done. Yeah. So the idea was that this connected guy, this politician in her fiction book, yeah, was opening a doorway not simply to another dimension. To another dimension or a another dimension. reality, a higher dimension. Yeah. In order to overthrow whatever pantheon of gods is con- controlling this dimension, this reality right now, mm-hmm. and then ascending into that reality and it's all written have you read the book no Hmm. no it's all written as a uh, as an allusion an allegory to Michael Bloomberg and this building that he built in London which has like no windows it's not registered as far as like architecture stuff at least publicly like it's 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 a secret what the building is used for what goes on inside of it yeah and you can like they have Michael Bloomberg will run his businesses out of it, right? Like former New York mayor Michael Bloomberg, right? And it's but the true nature of the building is kind of it's a mystery, unknown. Yeah, mm. and it is right along some ley lines in, in in London that are kind of interesting. And uh, yeah, so Weird, she writes a book. Stuff. Yeah, so um, back to the timeline. Then she gets back into Pedogate stuff. Yeah. After genuflect, she starts to get into pedogate stuff. She finds which, if you're not familiar, is kind of along the lines of that Pizzagate mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, it, bullet points: the rich and powerful like to fuck kids and blackmail people for it, and do satanic rituals during and with it. Ritual child sacrifice, <laughs> yeah, that sort of thing. Blood yeah. sacrifice. Yep. Uh, blood rituals. Yeah. Uh, weird, crazy shit. Shit. <laughs> exactly. That if you trace trace it symbolically, goes back to what we know went on in things like. The ancient Canaanites, Mesopotamia, yeah. Yeah. Babylonians, like they were all into drinking blood. Which is for, what scares me. For magical ceremonial power. Yeah. Like having sex with children, sacrificing children. Literally, like the god Baal, right? Yeah. Was in the worship services to the god Baal, you'd have the priestess of Baal, right? Mm-hmm. And the priestess of Baal, um, during a certain celebration, the priestess of Baal would have sex with whoever came into the temple. Mm. Well, that was nice of her. Yeah. And so you have the priestess of Baal right. would have... You go into the priestess and you give her a coin. Mm-hmm. And it was a certain coin that they had. But you give her a coin yeah. and she has to have sex with you. She can't refuse. Okay? 
And then they had another festival nine months later. Yeah. In which these women during the festival would, the temple prostitutes would give birth on the floor of the temple. That, that just sounds unhygienic. I've seen a birth carried out. They would then take the baby mm. from the mother mm-hmm. and throw it into the brazier, which was the giant golden bull meant mm-hmm. to represent Baal. That was hollow on the inside, and they would light a fire in it, and they'd throw the baby into the belly of Baal, or Baal. And the screams would reverberate through this hollow fire brazier, and it would seem as though the screams were coming out of the, the mouth of Baal. And this is not a conspiracy. This, this, no, is, this is a historical fact. This is historical. This is historical. This is ancient history. Anthropological fact. This is this was the religious custom of the day, four thousand years ago, thirty five hundred years ago, in Mesopotamia. You know, Matt. I don't know if it's my present condition or not, but you know, <laughs> there are some episodes where where you will describe something or or um, um, go on a rant, if you will, or however you want to describe it, and it'll make me think, and I'll be like. Literally, this is, this is what's going on inside. I think to myself, he's either right about everything, mm-hmm. or he's not right about anything. Yeah. Well, either or. It's it's <laughs> like, and there's and there's no middle ground. Like I'm not like well, he's probably right about that. Right about that. No, it's like it's like everything is hit on the head, mm-hmm. or this dude's just this crazy friend I have. <laughs> Let's just say, for the cases of people who may be listening, because it's their job and not yeah. because they just want to listen to two two dudes, yeah. it's because I'm crazy. I don't know. Nothing, I don't know anything I'm talking about. Exactly. I don't know. I hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. I can't confirm or deny the veracity yeah. of any of my claims. That's, <laughs> those are the best. Kind I of may claims. be mentally unwell. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Exactly. <sighs> makes a makes a mean fucking brunch though. Yeah. So listen. I really don't care. Anyways, okay. okay. So Back to the timeline. Tracy, Tracy Twyman. Then does the 180, focuses all on the pedogate stuff. Starts to yeah. look in the pedogate stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. After she talks about <clears throat> a high-level politician literally building secret technology mm. to storm the gates of heaven and kill God. <laughs> well. Or if not, storm the gates of... Another dimension. Another dimension and right. kill an archon. Right. Right, so he can become the archon himself. Mm. Maybe that's it. So she starts investigating. She finds this weird stuff on YouTube. Uh-huh. About three or four months ago. Okay. And she does, um, starts, uh, and it's the stuff on YouTube where it seems to be coded messages, mm. and there seem to be videos that are innocent videos, but if you look at them, like, in what's been embedded in them, you find secret occult messages, images of children being hurt, images of people talking about hurting people, uh, hurting children. Right. A lot of sort of w- weird, sick, twisted, has, demented stuff. Does that have to do with the, the public story that was a couple months ago where they were talking about... There's like a, and it was described as a YouTube pedophile ring, which mm-hmm. is a little harsh even for my conspiratorial mind. But it was that that all these pictures are all these videos of super underage kids, and the fact that dudes would like timestamp all the yeah, you know yeah. crotch spreads and things. That, like that. was a part of it. That really? was a part of it. Uh, that was kind See, of. I didn't hear any of this other stuff. That, well, I didn't either because that was that was Tracy Twyman wasn't brought up at all. It was one guy. It was this, there were main YouTubers that brought up that other part though. Yeah. Yeah. And but but see what they did was go Philip DeFranco. I they think. yeah they yeah. they went to uh, the advertisers who they would go to see a video of people timestamping stuff on right image of a young girl doing her gymnastic routine right for the for the, you know for the camera right hoping to become an internet star yeah perverts timestamp hey look here she's got her leg up yeah 
and whatever advertiser was advertising, he'd be like, take a snapshot and be guess like, what? guess yeah. what? People are buying Tide on yeah. what's effectively yeah. you're, being used as child porn. You're, you, your brand is being associated and seen, I'm sh- uh, you know, and he started sending screenshots. He would always have make sure he had the advertiser in there. And YouTube got calls from these advertisers and been like, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. We just want to sell some And tide. he got shut down Real in fast. hours. Yeah, yeah. They switched up algorithms, like the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Comments were disabled. Yeah, they went to where now, like you didn't they disable all comments for like an hour or something? Like I think I remember there was like no comments on YouTube for yeah. an afternoon or something. Well, if you're if you're I could you, be wrong, but if you're a YouTuber who is under a certain age now, yeah, comments are automatically disabled on yep. your videos. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> which you shouldn't be a YouTuber if you're under eighteen, but that's true. That's true. I need to tell my son that he now carries a video camera around and likes making movies. So yeah, well. Yeah. Anyway, so at this time, so her research to, that's not to, made public is all this other stuff. Yes, according to Tracy Twyman. Okay. Her website and her personal computer and everything that she's uh, that she has to communicate and do her research on, right? Right. Is hacked. That's what she says. <coughs> yeah, someone, I did see her talking about that. Someone infiltrates yeah. it, and when she's you know watching videos and stuff like that, messages from other people, they are laying messages over that from what she says that only she can see, mm. right? They're giving her cryptic messages that only apply, that only she could know or only she she would be able to decipher mm-hmm. based on very, very personal details about her life. So she deletes everything. She deletes your entire website, uh, her entire catalog of everything. So the only thing that really survives from her is her physical books wherever they are. She was also her, her own publisher and she always did indie publishing. So... Her books, you probably if you got one, you if, got one. yeah, you got if you got one, you got one. If you don't, if you don't got one, they're not, not going to print them in the future. So yeah. her research is effectively dead now, gone. And a um, couple months, she goes into hiding. Nobody hears from her. About two months ago, she pops up again. Um, she's on um, Aeon Byte Gnostic Radio, which is a channel that I I listen to and support. Yeah, um, I, I like a lot. Um, she's on freemantv.com, which is an old guy from Freeman Fly, like old guy from the '90s conspiracy guy. Right. Uh, he's got a bit of an ego on him, so he really doesn't hasn't gone anywhere <laughs> career wise. Right. But still, a really interesting guy, and and yeah, probably not compromised. But who can say? Mm. And that she, was, and that she, was the <clears throat> discussion that you and I had too. Was kind of you know, because it's it's interesting when you see like the community react to that sort of thing. Yeah. And, and just, you know, because I don't know, man, propaganda and truth and information, um, they're all very powerful things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think that they are probably available if you know where to look. Yeah. Um, and f- know how to filter certain things out. Yeah. But I, I, I think that disinformation is probably the greatest warfare, really, of our day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I, I don't know, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. she starts talking about on these last round of interviews she did a couple months ago. Yeah, dark occult force forces, child sacrifice, um, uh, the deep state and uh, the deep state allowing child sacrifice yeah. and um, uh, worship of Baphomet. Um, and she kind of comes full circle. I in, may have actually heard an episode <clears throat> of hers then. She kind of come, kind of comes full circle. Right. A uh, week and a half ago. Um, I'm up late at night and it's, uh, I was, 
I didn't have anything to watch, so I'm like, I'm going to see if there's a podcast on and maybe just dig around on, on the PlayStation or the, whatever. Right. right. And I'm scrolling through podcasts. I'm like, oh, Ground Zero? Uh, a tribute to Tracy Twyman. What the fuck? Yeah. It's a minute long. So I listened to it, and it's Clyde Lewis saying uh, that Tracy Twyman has passed away, uh, our dear friend, and uh, she used to work on Ground Zero for a couple of years as a researcher. Um, saying uh, how sad they are that she's passed away. Um, out of respect and privacy of the family, no te- details were given um, as to her death, but it's been uh, it's been said that the family has said that it was a suicide. Thank you and good night. Then he did a whole show, which he didn't publish. So he's live on air for five hours in Portland, Oregon, which was where Tracy Twyman was living at the time of her death and where yeah. she's from. Yeah. Um, yeah, does a whole episode, uh, seemingly devoted to Tracy. I was only able to listen to a part of it the last, uh, hour or so, I believe. Tried calling in, spent about 20, 30 minutes trying to call into the radio show. Mm-hmm. Every minute. Be like, oh, call in. Three different numbers I tried. Hi, am I, I the 107th caller? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Three different numbers I tried. Yeah. Um, could never get through. The It would just ring and ring and ring. One time I let it ring for almost two minutes. Right. Nobody picked up. And they were taking calls, though? Yes, they were. Yeah. I've called into that show before. Yeah. And it wasn't as though I was calling all these different numbers they had, and it was busy. Right. I never got a busy signal once. It was just ringing. It was just kept ringing. Yeah. So if a lot of people were calling in, it w- I would get a busy signal. Yeah. And I've called into that show before. I've been on air before. It's not, it's not hard to do, even right. though it's a nationally syndicated radio program. Yeah. So why? Why not publish the episode, number one, and why not take phone calls, number two? Yeah. Or at least, they, they, and they had people calling in. On that episode. On that yeah, episode. That you were listening to live. Multiple people that I, yeah. that I heard. Yeah. Yet, seemingly, no one could get through uh, to through their phone lines. So to me, that says, number one, they don't want people listening to the pro- that program, or a lot of people listening to that program. Number two... Well, that's the, evident by the fact they didn't publish it. The co- well, the callers that they had yeah. were then merely plants, people that they wanted to call in, not actual real callers, which I think radio programs do that all the time. And of course, yeah. conspiracy programs are going to do that all the time. It's a document of fact that Coast to Coast AM has several people across the country steering, when they want to steer a conversation a certain yeah. way, yeah. you call in and you steer a conversation a certain way. Yeah. You call the special number, you get on air, yeah. and you make a big stink in one direction so that the person being interviewed can't really go in the direction that they want to go. Oh, we're up against commercial break. Sorry, we're going to have to cut it off there. Yeah. Uh, this Isn't is, it funny that that's where you and George I got Murray. our start? Because it was. Yeah, Coast to Coast. Coast yeah. to Coast AM. Yeah, Coast to Coast, Rush Limbaugh. While, yeah, well, I don't know about Rush, but... For me. Here, here's a theory. The man's addicted to pain pills. Crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, but... Okay, so, so the episode yeah, so then, didn't get posted. So what if, my posit is, what if some one of those people that's in the know, the Ground Zero family, right, who's paid to call in and s- steer things a certain way, what if they called in, said the wrong thing about Tracy Twyman and her death, and so they weren't able to publish the episode? Yeah. What if several people called in and they couldn't just simply edit it out? Because they all kept asking the same question about her death or whatever it was. Yeah. However, I don't know. So, uh, so so far, we haven't heard anything what the actual cause of death was, and no one has any more information other than she died. So we and then as we you have, often do in these scenarios, and we have a flagship of conspiratorial, 
at least terrestrial radios, they're it. They're number one. As far as like real talk conspiracy. Like, Ground Zero, you mean? Yeah. George Norrie talk about ghosts and and and, yeah, and UFOs alien, occasionally. Alien abductions. Yeah. Yeah. All day long. Yeah. But he's never gonna he won't He's not gonna, gonna touch the deep state. He's yeah. not gonna touch pedophilia. Yeah. He's yeah. not gonna touch billionaires. Mm-hmm. I bet they haven't even mentioned Je- Je- uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, maybe, but yeah. Anyway. Um they were real. I mean, I don't even think they mentioned Pizzagate. So Clyde Lewis is kind of like the only, the one of the last guys who has a voice. At, well, has a national plant f- platform on the major networks. He's syndicated on ABC, right. CBS, like all their radio stations. He's syndicated there, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, I hate to say that he's compromised, but he's compromised because he still has that national, old good old boy, that old network. Yeah. Right. That we know that if you're on it, you're a controlled asset. Anyway. Second red flag is that two days after she passes, after the news breaks, Greg Carwood, Carwood puts up a 24-minute message. THC, the higher side chance. The higher side chance was the podcast we were both longtime fan, fans of. Mm-hmm. I've been listening since episode 40. I mean, the guy probably oh, has five damn. to 600 episodes. I've been listening for... To He's him. been doing it for like 10 years. Yeah, I've been listening for like eight of those years. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been listening to him a long time, and I really, really like his podcast. Yeah. I like his his format. I like the way he, he does things. I like the way he interviews. He's He just kind of lets people go, and then at the end, he's just like, Just the right amount like, of fun. Well, I don't know. Yeah. It, it could be or could not. Yeah, he, he's just giving people a platform to spout whatever crazy bullshit they want. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And it's very fun. Yeah, because occasionally you'll turn one on and you're like, I can't. Yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> I give I give him nine, $9 uh, for the plus. Uh, I, I, it's like eight bucks. bucks a month. Eight, no, it's eight. Eight oh. bucks a month now. Greg, Greg raised the rent. Well, yeah. he moved oh, yeah. to California, so yeah. I guess he had to raise the rent. Anyway. <laughs> He's got to afford all that Cali weed. So his best friend. Yeah. Right. Uh, Kyle. Right. Um, best friend Kyle. Uh, who he started kind of started the podcast with was kind of his co-host when they first started. Right, his best friend Kyle is also researching all the Pedogate stuff. Best friend Kyle and Tracy are researching it together. All of that same stuff. Yep at that at that time like two months ago. Yeah. Then Kyle turns on Tracy and says that that she's an an agent. She's being used by the occult. She's evil, and they have a falling out. And so, um, best friend Kyle, Kyle gets put into against his will, gets locked up in rehab against his will because he has a schizophrenic break. Break, really? Yeah. Two months later, Tracy Twyman dies, and Greg Carwood says, "I didn't know anything about it." Ba- basically, what his message was was, "I didn't know anything about it. I don't. I don't, I don't know." Kyle was uh, not mentally healthy; was taking things too far too seriously. Right. And Tracy Twyman, who I used to be really great friends with, now then suddenly stopped returning my phone calls and was and said that, said that I was uh, uh, a member of the the deep state propaganda machine. Yeah. Which maybe he is. And so that's kind of the end of the Tracy Twyman saga. I don't know. There's really there's no other information other than that. So we have And there probably won't be. No. So at, at the end of the day we have um a prolific conspiracy occult researcher who has a falling out with other conspiracy occult re- researchers, and yeah, we'll never know the truth. Right. I think but we got somebody on here. 
Oh, shoot. Oh. Hi, who is this? Hello. Hey, it's Nick. What's going on? What's up, Nick? How are you? Pretty good. Oh, my gosh. I didn't think this was actually going to work. Oh, yeah, it works. It yeah. <laughs> I actually posted. Uh, oh, is that Sam in the background? Yeah, it's Sam. Oh, what's up, guys? Nick, Nick and Sam. <laughs> Live on Give That Some Thought. What's going on? How much? We're just kicking it in the apartment. I just cooked a steak. It was delicious. I did it off of your uh, the off steak your recipe. Teaching method. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. The it never fails it me, man. Huge. Terrific. So, what? What? What kind of what, yeah, we, what kind of steak was it? Uh, it was a ribeye. Oh, my man, ribeye. I love ribeyes. Nice fatty piece. Yeah. Juicy. I love ribeyes. Did you get that yep. pan? Did you get that pan ripping hot? Nice and nice and hot before you threw the steak in. Oh, it was it was smoking. The, yep. the smoke alarm went off. <laughs> nice. Yep. That's that's really cooking. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's yeah. how you do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right on. Yeah, I used to buy my meat from Walmart, but it didn't taste good. So now I get it from Valenti's, and it's phenomenal there. Yeah. See, I've never been to Valenti's. Have you been to Valenti's? No. It's up off of Mid Rivers. It's a local butcher. Oh, really? Actually, yeah. Oh, check them out. Yeah, it's pretty. I, I don't know if their their meats are local. Yeah. But they're a local butcher. So, but yeah, supposedly I've heard really good things. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, side note too, it was somebody was like, when he first came on, he's like, oh, I can't believe I got on, or I can't believe this is real. Uh, I posted, I posted to like our Instagram or something uh, last week's episode. And I was like, episode two hundred seven's up. You know, go listen that mm-hmm. type of thing. And uh, one of my one of my buddies I used to work with like three years ago, he sent me a message. He was like, Jesus, I thought this was a phase. <laughs> and I'm like, well, two hundred seven phases, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. So, did you did you two listen to the last episode? Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I wasn't the biggest fan of the last episode. I know uh, Sam thought it was pretty sweet, but I I have a hard time with Christian music. I don't really <laughs> care for it. It's because he's not a Christian. He doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> believe in God. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Well, we had we had a blast recording it. Wait, do you live with do you so Sam? Yeah, they're you, roommates. So you live with somebody who's not a Christian? You, that's you know that's unequally yoked. <laughs> that's a church term. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Matt described me as a good church boy at one point. So Uh-oh. you have, you know you tell me. Well, I, well, you were a good church church boy once upon a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I think you have your friends Luke and Justin McEachern to thank for uh, maybe uh, some things switching around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I have a, I have a question for you guys. The main reason I called, I don't know if you talked about this or not, but I really want to know what your guys' thoughts on this whole Area 51 thing is. <laughs> oh, we did actually. It's on the episode. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like first oh, 10, 15 minutes we talked about. Yeah. It. So when this drops Thursday, you will you will have our explanation. Well, Matt's explanation, oh. which I. Oh, thank God. Well, what do you think it, it is, Addison? No, yeah, it's it's it's. What it, do I? As soon as I saw it. Mm-hmm. Right, it's popping up all over Facebook, it's popping up all over Reddit, it's popping up all over everywhere. I'm like, there's a reason why. See, and because Matt's trained me to be this way, mm-hmm. as soon as it happens, I'm like, there's a reason why this is here, and it's not this Epstein mm-hmm. shit because that's because that's 100 percent in in you know the public eye and whatever. But as soon as this Alien 51 or Alien 51 Area 51 thing shows up, and there's all these news articles about the Facebook group and this idea that people are going to storm Area 51, I'm like, mm, that's there for a reason. That's yeah. there for a reason. That's that's there to dominate a conversation for a reason. I don't know what that reason is, 
until I speak with my shaman, but but it's there for a reason. Yeah. So uh, well, that was my first thought. Honestly, it was. My theory was that it's 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 a lot of the covering up for the Epstein stuff that's in the news right now. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, but also because you know, people our age and younger, they they pay attention to memes. And yep. they, their thoughts and ideas about the world are very influenced by memes. Um, and the fact that this came out and caught fire like it did, I don't think it's organic. Um, it's the same thing. I said this. It's the same thing as the anti-vax memes coming out. And 5% of the memes you saw, no matter where you went. I mean, even for, for, for crying out loud, the, the Lord of the Rings subreddit yeah. that I subscribed anti-vax to. Anti-vax memes. Yeah. Uh, R-L-O-T-R. Yeah. Right? 20% of the memes of the past week are all Area 51 stuff. Yeah. Now, it's the uh, hot it's meme. Obscene. It's obscene how many there are. Yeah. yeah. And they're in each, no matter what Genre, pop culture yeah. niche you have. Exactly. Right? If you're into our prequel memes, Area 51 stuff. Like, yeah. It's, it's all over. Yeah. If and you're going two, to our hell for this, or, or, or I'm going to hell for this, it's going yeah. to be two, memes about two years sex. ago. <laughs> two years ago, yeah. it was anti-vax yeah. stuff. Yeah. It was all and memes making fun of anti-vax people, yep. right? To us, and then a year before that, it was memes about flat Earth people, yep. right? And how ridiculous that is. Right. And it seems right. to seems to me to just be a way to propagate um, the idea that conspiracy theory is ridiculous and should not be taken seriously. Yep. And so area okay. 50, uh, area fifty one through the through this meme is. Teaching people, training people, young young minds, making a big joke out of Ariel Fifty One, and so now, you know, to them, to people your age, to people my age, younger, it's simply going. You're simply anytime you talk about Area Fifty One, secret it's government projects, secret joke. government black site, yeah. it's 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 a joke. It's not it's not serious. It's just a joke because yeah. it was a meme one. Hey, you remember those memes we used to t- we used to throw back in the? You remember when we were all going to storm Area Fifty One? Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's that's my take on okay, it. Okay, so I guess the follow-up question, I guess the follow-up question I have is so obviously 1.4 million people aren't going to show up to Nevada, but you you know, obviously there will be a certain amount of people that show up. I'm guessing sure. like maybe 1,000. Yeah. You think so? If 1,000 people were to show up in Nevada, will the US government actually retaliate against its own citizens? <laughs> no. 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 They no. just won't let them in. Yeah, they just won't let them in. They'll they'll camp out for a night. It'll be hilarious. Yeah, it'll be like we'll see a lot of Instagram stories. Yep, and then and then we'll move on. And and you can guarantee that a certain percentage of the people who are in those thousand people that hey we're gonna go storm Area Fifty One, they actually show up. That there's gonna be a, a certain percentage, probably twenty to twenty five percent of the people that are there that are Mossad that well. <laughs> That are <laughs> agents of some group or another, probably agents from every single intelligence group around the country. Right. And they're going to make friends with all the people who Showed aren't up. smart enough yeah. to realize that this is simply a psyop and who take it seriously. And those are the people that you can then turn into your school shooters, your suicide bombers, that sort of stuff. Jesus because they're Christ. dumb enough. This getting deep. Well, they're dumb enough yeah. to be taken advantage of and, and be duped and not see the Thanks forest for, for the trees. Are. Yeah. But they are true believers enough to commit to traveling halfway across the country to show because of a 51. meme. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So they're the exact target audience that you want. Right. To, if you're trying to get a bunch of 18 and 19-year-olds to drink your Kool-Aid and do crazy stuff for you, like... Those are your folks. Like your yeah. Sirhan Sirhan or your, you know... um um 
the Batman shooter or you know any of these people like that. Right. That's the group you want to call from. That's the group you want to target <laughs> and use. Yeah, yeah. Useful idiots. Yeah. And so I th- you're so you're saying it's okay. like a jo- it's like a job fair for uh... <laughs> <laughs> a job fair for school shooters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh gosh, is it that? Yeah, it's maybe. Just a job fair. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I know that 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 they do that all the time. They, and they already put the word out. They're like, "Hey, DHS, all yeah. these guys, you, you can show up. Just take your pick. They're all there for you." Well, F- the FBI does this r- routinely. They will start a say, let's for example, a neo-Nazi group. Yeah, and they'll start the group online, and then they'll say, "We're going to have a meetup." Meetup after about six months of culting, cultivating it online, they'll say, "We're going to have a meetup." Yeah, half the people that show up to the meetup are FBI undercover. Yeah, the other half are people that they're like, "Okay, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna." We're gonna bomb a black church, right? 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 And so they get the people who aren't FBI agents to get all the the fake bomb, the fake this, the fake that, set it all up, give them all the resources they need, yeah. And then hours before he's gonna blow the the church up, the black church up, yeah. They arrest him, boom, and be like, oh, see, we got this 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 white nationalist, this terrorist. Yeah. Look how great we are. We're the FBI. See, <laughs> we are doing our job. Yeah, we're the greatest. Yep. Yeah. And so they, they totally set themselves up to be viewed positively in the media yeah. and to bulk, bulk numbers. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah. That, that could be what this is uh, just on a bigger scale, you know? Yeah. But then that's simple speculation on my part. Okay. As it often is. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Well, thanks for calling in. Unless you got something else. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. Yeah, I have to go to work and Sam has to go to bed. So, uh, yeah, we're going to hop off here. But, uh, yeah, it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys. And uh, good luck with the rest of the podcast. And uh, have a good night. Right on. Thank you, sir. You have a good night, too. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. Yep. Sure thing. See ya. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, best friend Kyle. I think you wrapped up your story, though, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's just it's the, the, the sad and weird thing to me um, because even if I don't buy everything that you said, which, and obviously if you're one of our listeners, I can understand how you wouldn't, and I'm not saying that I necessarily do, but that being said, at the end of the day, there's absolutely no way to, it's just another one of those things that's like, we'll never have an answer. No. There no. will never be an answer, you know? There will only be speculation and theories, and then, yeah. even with the Epstein stuff, there will never be a real answer. No. So... That's that's the bummer. That's the yeah. bummer part. Yeah. You know, as somebody as somebody like myself who I think at the end of the day loves truth and wants to get to the end of of whatever lie that I'm being told. Um you know, cuz that's a big thing for me that people don't even want to do the they don't even want to scratch the surface. Yeah. The idea of, of scratching the surface is just like, well, no. Yeah. I'll well, just thing, I'll just reshare the next thing on Facebook. The thing about the truth is that <laughs> you have to fight for it. You have to go yes, out and you do. get it. The bureaucracy will never hand you the truth. Never. Not ever. Yeah. Anything you see on the front page is a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Google's never gonna never going to suggest or Facebook or search Twitter terms or Apple or that would lead you yeah. to anything resembling the truth. Facebook's not gonna let a, a, a person get popular on Facebook. Yeah. Or a, a group get popular on Facebook if they're actually searching for the truth. Yeah. You're not gonna get a blue check mark if you're looking for the truth. Yeah. If you're speaking the truth. Which the bureaucracy has to protect itself. The bureaucracy doesn't care. If you know the truth. Right. So you have to go and find the truth yourself, and it's hard. Which is another thing that's, that's kind of popped up kind of recently. And I did I send you an Instagram post the other night about some of this stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of odd to me because there's these Instagram accounts that are popping up, and it, it makes me wonder. I'm like, 
are they slipping through the algo or is it is it like why or is it one of those things where it's like in the category that I believe Alex Jones is in, where it's like then people can see these and be like, well, look at these fuckers. These guys are crazy. Yeah. You think it's that move or it's it's because there's some very interesting stuff popping up on Instagram lately. Yeah. Uh, the, stuff that I believe in sort of espoused to conspiracy theory wise. So, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure how to take that, but I don't think I don't think, you know, <laughs> I don't think Zuck's a true believer. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I think he's probably a, if there's evidence for lizard people, it's Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, yeah, I mean, it's, but uh, no, I actually listened to that that other podcast on the way back from Colorado too, where they were talking. I think it was THC, where he was talking about um, DARPA and its beginnings and how uh, they basically began Google and gave Facebook its first huge uh, venture capital. And it's like, how can you people think that this is a free platform? Yeah. How can how can anyone possibly think this is anything other than a government asset? Yeah. I, I mean, I just it the evidence is, and this these aren't these aren't conspiracy theories. Like this isn't like wild, crazy in the woods shit. Mm-hmm. Like this is no, no, no. This is where Facebook got its start. This is how, and these are the people. I mean, he, he mentioned one chick, uh, the researcher that was on, I believe it was on THC. He mentioned one chick that had worked for for Google, Facebook at one time, and Department of Defense. Yeah. Helping them all develop these these certain kind of you know algorithms mm-hmm. and things like that, and I'm like, then how can anybody like? And the fact that they're all <laughs> I mean, they, they're Jesus. all coming from one physical location. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, well, I think that's what the episode was about was about Silicon yeah. Valley and just like what it's used for and 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 kind of like all the money that goes through there and why it goes through there, mm-hmm. and it's just like. I don't know, man. And like, the, why and the fact that nowadays, if you're if you're going up, if you're a tech startup, right? Yeah, you have to be in Silicon Valley. Yes, you do. Yeah, and then you have to pass through the gates of all the VCs in Silicon Valley. Yeah, and all the those those firms in Silicon Valley. Yeah, and but in order to pass through those gates, you have to do you certain things. Got to kind of kiss the ring. You got to kiss the way. ring. Yeah, yeah. you got to become a controlled asset, and then oh that yeah, then you can yeah get then you're a billion amazing dollars product, in funding, funding, and that's the thing. Yeah. Then your amazing product. Okay, Facebook. Well, that th- that's a giant tracking software. Yeah, that's all that that is. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Makes me wonder, yeah, I don't know. Like, it makes me wonder if I should, like, really put my time into, like, I don't know, Mines or Gab or something. Because it's just, uh, fuck Facebook. Yeah, maybe Gab, man. Like, maybe, yeah. I, I don't, people people that get on there and, and think and at all think that you can believe what you see, I I, I, I urge you to not think that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't be uh, more serious about that. Yep. Because it's just a lie. It's a lie. So, anyhow. You got anything else? Nope, not really. <laughs> that was a, that was a deep one. That was a big one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Be interesting to see what people think. I always wonder if we lose people when we do, you know, one, one like this, because there's some crazy shit out there, folks. Maybe, but really if someone is. is turned off by it, or oh, I don't care I, why. I, I I'm under, just curious if we do. <laughs> well, no, well, I'm sure. I'm sure we do. I'm sure we do. But that's yeah. fine because the pearls before swine, man. Yeah, like you don't throw your pearls before swine, and that's not calling people who don't like the show swine. Right. That's simply saying. You don't give something of value to some some someone motherfucker. <laughs> who has no understanding of its value or who can't yeah. fathom if it's va- why it's valuable and that it's valuable. Yeah. And ignorance uh, is is everywhere. And if someone is ignorant to the fact, like say, you know, magic or the occult exists, no, right? Or that Facebook's a lie. Half of what comes out of my mouth, they're not going to understand <laughs> or value in the first place. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's if, true. I, I at work we. 
at work we are we're a conservative kitchen politically <laughs> and right now the the, the the whole it's it's conservatives who are like yeah we like a couple people who are like yeah we like trump and a couple people who are like you know you know he's a he's a criminal just like all of them right and one guy who's who's like he's literally hitler ah! yeah now i don't want to be i don't want to be one of those folks but was that the black guy no, he, no. Really? No. Very progressive of him. Like anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So so do I talk about how, uh, no, Trump is simply uh, a, a billionaire, so he's a bad guy? Or, you know, so do I Do I really, do I point out, you know, how Trump is right. actually not a racist, biggest, sexist, homophobe? Like, right. you know, people who drink the Kool-Aid think. He no, I don't. That I don't because if you're going home and you're watching Rachel Maddow and then you call yourself informed, I'm sorry, but <laughs> right. I can't have a conversation with you because because there's there's nothing there's no way that what I have to convey to you will be see, will be seen as valuable. Yeah. So if I already know that the circumstances of your mindset right now is that is is. That Rachel might have told me the truth. Well, no, it's it's if if you're if if the way you think right now leads you that you know to believe the mainstream narrative that we can't con- ha- ha- we can't have a conversation, right? So if someone gets turned off by it, then it's probably for a good reason, and they shouldn't be listening to to it in the first place. That's true. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. I'm thinking about does it. Yep. Anyway, recording for live from. <laughs> Give that some thought. Studio number three. It's true on Little Saint James Island. Oh, and real quick, so the caller that we had on this episode, you were able to do that. Follow us on Facebook. Turn on the little bell. You'll get a ding. I'll post. I post the uh, post the number every single time we yeah. do it. And you can call into the show and harass and, us and derail right. the conversation and all you want. Yeah. All you want. Yeah. Anyway. And, oh, and also our planted guy. If you could just, we'll send you the number. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'd be calling. That's right, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. Great story. Compelling and rich. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.